Chapter 29 Reverently, careful to leave nothing behind, we placed Hannah's remains in the oaken box I had made, kneeling beside her in the dirt as we worked. I cleaned the pendant, rubbing it with a rag until it glowed. It was made of some charcoal-colored stone, not wood as I had first thought. I think Hannah would have liked you, I said. I'll bet she'd want you to have this. We've got a lot in common, I guess, she replied, but the pendant should stay with her. Okay, if that's... The voices interrupted me. That same angry background rumble, all talking at the same time, as if in dispute. Raphaela moaned. Oh, they're here. I laid the pendant in the box and put on the lid using brass screws to secure it, fumbling with trembling hands. Done, I squeaked nervously. Let's get out of here. I don't think they can hurt us physically, Raphael assured me, but she didn't sound very confident. I recalled the pockmarks on the back of the trailer, but said nothing. When we emerged from the tent, it was twilight, and the smell of rain was in the air. The eight men were lined up along the fence row, glaring in our direction, as if waiting for us. I saw them, and saw through them. They were shades, but they were as frightening as any mob of real men, rough and strong-looking in homespun shirts and worn overalls and heavy boots. They stood silent now and stared, not at me or the box that I held in my two hands, but at Raffaella. Stones, someone whispered. The wave of terror that struck me was almost physical. One of the men slowly lifted a stone from the wall. Get stones, he said. One after another, the men obeyed. Raffaella, run! Raffaella sprinted toward the path, and I turned to follow. A stone struck my elbow, knocking the box from my grip. I stooped to pick it up, hunching my shoulders, when other rocks slammed into my back. I dashed into the trees, more stones thumping to the ground behind me. It was awkward, running with a pack on my back and my hands full, and I knew I was moving too slowly to stay ahead of them for long. I pushed on, stumbling, my breath like fire in my chest. Where the land began to slope, the men caught up to me. The acrid stink of their sweat and the damp cold that seeped from them enveloped me. Oh gosh, I thought, awaiting the crash of a rock on my skull. But they thundered past me, like a river flowing around a boulder, panting and cursing. They left me in their wake, closing on Raffaella. She ran on, hair flowing behind her. They're gaining on you, I shouted. Drop your pack! I tripped on a root and slammed into a tree at the side of the path. I fell to my knees, paralyzed and gasping. Without slowing down, Raffaella shrugged off her pack and let it slide from her shoulders. But as it fell, it caught her heel. She pitched headlong to the ground and cried out, arms and legs flying as she rolled like a tossed doll down the slope and, with a splash, came to rest in the creek. In an instant, her pursuers were upon her. They encircled her to prevent escape and each one, holding a stone in his two hands, raised it above his head. Unable to breathe or rise to my feet, I watched helplessly. It was as if, in that instant, we had all fallen back through time. A woman, surrounded by violent men, about to stone her to death and, obliter and obliterate what they feared. Her knowledge, her strength, her independence, and a nameless quality, something that they could never know or possess. No! I shouted uselessly. No, don't! Raffaella did not cringe. She struggled onto all fours, then rose to her knees. Her shirt was torn, her hair a tangle of small sticks and leaves, her forehead scraped. Witch! 
in one quick motion, she took her ank in one hand, pulled it over her head, dipped it in the creek, and held it up. By the power of water, I command you, she said through clenched teeth. A few of the men looked at one another and shuffled their feet as if gathering strength. By the power of water, I command you, Raphaela repeated, her voice stronger. She bent and clutched a handful of damp dirt and let it and held it out. By the power of earth, I command you. As one, the men stepped back, lowering their arms. Able to draw breath by then, I freed myself from the backpack and ran to Raphaela, breaking into the circle of men. They fell back in an, in an uneven line at the edge of the stream. The stench was overpowering. Raphaela rose to her feet and, still holding her ank in one hand, stepping carefully backward, pushed me across the creek. Her face was a mask of determination. Do you still have your matches? She whispered, panting. I dug the book of matches from my pocket. Get ready, she said. Then to the men. By the power of air, I command you. I caught on. Opening the paper cover, I twisted the match from the book and pressed the head against the strike strip. By the power of fire, I command you. Go! My hand jerked. The tiny match burst into flame, sending off a sulfurous, sulfur, sulfurous little cloud of black smoke. Dropping their stones, the men ran, dispersing like blown mist into the trees.